Do you live to work or work to live? We sit down with CEO Jessica Rovello, who says her employees' happiness in life and work is her number one priority on this episode of Live Happy Now. The ancient Greeks defined happiness as the joy you feel moving towards your potential. To think about positive psychology, it's a science, and it's actually younger than the Internet, believe it or not. The reality is that social connection is, in the research, the greatest predictor we have of long-term happiness. You have some factors in your control that can promote the health and resilience and growth of your absolutely most important asset, which is your brain. And so it all comes down to understanding ourselves. There's a way for all of us to succeed, but, but it might take different things. We're all looking for the same thing, and that's a way to bring a little bit more joy to our day. Join us as we look at the many different paths that lead us to that happy place. This is Live Happy Now. Hello and greetings, and welcome to another edition of the Live Happy Now podcast. Wherever you are in the world, however you may be listening, we are grateful that you are making us a part of your day. We are also very excited about the magazine that we put out each and every other month, Live Happy Magazine. You can find it on newsstands everywhere. You can also find it in a digital form. You can find it in the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. And in this edition of the podcast, we're talking with Jessica Ravello, the CEO and co-founder of Arcadium, which provides an audience attention platform for the world's most well-known brands and publishers, including CNN, Comcast, Microsoft, The Washington Post, and USA Today. Well, first of all, uh, Jessica, I want to say thank you so much for taking time out because not only are you running this company that is dealing with some of the biggest media companies in the United States, but you're also a mom of relatively young children and you're living in New York. So this is a pretty, pretty (laughs) busy time of year for moms in New York who work for major companies. So it's a big deal that you're on with us. We appreciate it. Well, I'm really happy to be here. This is something I'm so passionate about. So uh, I love sharing our story and, and any information I can to help people live happier lives. Well, and it's great for us because we like to have practical examples, right? I mean, we can sit up here and say, oh, you just do this, this, and this, and you'll be happier and life will be good. And it's it's so much better, I think, for folks that, that can have a, a practical application or see someone who is who has put these things into practice, make it work. And your workplace certainly uh, has done that. Inc. Magazine names you the best workplace. How do you how do you create that environment that that fosters a, a happy and fulfilling lifestyle for for you and your employees? Well, I mean, first and foremost, it took a it took a long time. So we've been in business for 15 years now, and uh, you know, it was not something. I think we started with the intention of wanting to create a workplace like we have now, but it it certainly didn't happen immediately. Um, so really, I mean, the way we engineered it is by focusing, I think, first and foremost on our values, really understanding what those were and then uh, drilling down on those and then hiring people who we shared, who had shared those same values. And our, our main values are fierce drive, positive energy and living a full life. And I think the two that really resonate uh, most with employees is, is this concept of, of positive energy and living a full life. Um, so we're, we're, you know, we're really proud in, in that, um, we spent a lot of very intentional, purposeful time creating processes, um, that would, that would bring those values to life inside the organization. 
nowadays, you, I mean, we, people are are struggling with work-life balance, and especially young people yeah. that are getting into the workforce, and, and they want to move up because they don't want to be low-level forever. And that can create some, some stress. Have you found some things that, that kind of help alleviate that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's a really interesting point, and especially in a business like mine, which is a technology business, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, is not, a, is not a startup per se, but has a startup atmosphere or startup culture. Uh, that idea that, you know, you need to really work an 80-hour work week to, uh, to get ahead, I think, is, is kind of the mainstay. Um, and so, you know, we just really try to – um, live what we value and show that um, to our employees. So um, living a full life for me means that I'm a present mother, that I'm a great wife, that I'm a great friend, that I'm a great daughter. And to be able to be those things, I, I need to have time outside of work. So um, my husband and I run the business together, and we've always made a point of, of leaving, um, you know, 95% of the time at 6 o'clock at night. At 6 o'clock at night, all of our employees kind of watch us stand up from our desk and, and leave. And um, I think that that's the strongest message that we can possibly send because if, I think if, if people saw us sitting here at 9, 10 o'clock, there would be social pressure that they need to stay as well. Um, yeah. So I think that's been one of the most powerful things that, that we've done. I mean, they, you, like you mentioned, the, the peer pressure, just you, you look at the uh, person sitting in the cube or the desk across from you and, man, they're still here. I should still be here doing this. But it's very important to give people uh, that time and, and to pursue their passions outside. Uh, are you – I guess the question I'm asking, are you lenient with time off? Are you are you encouraging and, and supporting of people who want to try their own thing, uh, even if it is uh, something that's maybe taking away time from their desk? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we have a really generous time off policy. Um, you know, we have summer Fridays where we work half days on Fridays in the summer. Mm. Um, and I truly believe, I think, you know, to touch on what you said, I think selfishly as an employer, and I wish more employers would understand this, that you actually get a more productive employee when they do get that downtime because they're more fulfilled. They're generally, you know, happier Mm -hmm. and they're, they're bringing their best energy into the workplace. They're not burnt out. They're not, you know, stressing about their job and and bringing negativity into the workplace with them because they feel like they've, they've, you know, had the opportunity to, um, to live out all these various parts of them, not just the work part of them. Right. And and I think that's very important that you mentioned that you wish bosses would know this because, you know, I'm kind of in that that upper millennial age group. Right. And our age group kind of believes that, well, yeah, they give us this time off. But if I take it, they're going to bring somebody in who can do my job and they can probably do it just as well for cheaper. But I'm getting the sense that you understand the importance of if we give you the time off, you take that time off. Yeah, it's actually interesting because, um, you know, I, I think in the in in kind of progressive workplaces right now, one of the things that's discussed quite often or brought to the table quite often in terms of benefits is unlimited time off or the concept of unlimited time off, mm-hmm. right? And if you have an adult workforce and you trust them, there's no reason why you shouldn't give them unlimited time off. My belief is actually that um, it doesn't matter what the amount of time off that you give if it's generous versus unlimited. What matters is the social pressure that people feel around them. 
And yeah. regardless of unlimited or, or limited, you know, uh, if people feel like they're going to be punished for taking a vacation or you have a work culture where it's frowned upon to take a vacation or the boss never takes a vacation, then you don't take a vacation. So we've actually opted to have more generous time off, you know, starting at three weeks, going up to five, six weeks, um, depending on your tenure. And actually... Um, kind of gamifying it, if you will, in that you lose it after a certain amount of time. So we actually force people um, through that system to take vacation. And I've met with people who work at, at different companies that have unlimited time off, and it's the exact opposite. They have it, and they know they have it, and it was kind of one of the reasons they decided to join a company, and then they get there and they realize, oh, I actually am never going to use this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the and the peer pressure is is too much. I can't honestly say that I see it all the time, even in this building. Uh, people are doing that, and we're, this is what we're all about. We're all about trying to lead <laughs> happier and more fulfilling lives, but uh, the, the pressure can get to you there. Wh when you're at work, is, we're talking about time off, which is great, but when you're at work, that's yeah. when pressure can really start to build up because you know, you've got this deadline, you've got this project, and this person needs this from me. What are some sure. strategies that you guys have put in place during the work day to help uh, alleviate some of that stress? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, one of the central things that we've done and focused on that's pretty unique is, is we have, you know, kind of, as I said, this culture of, of positive energy. And I think that on the surface that can be – that can, you know, if you don't really understand that, if you don't put process behind it, it can just seem like kind of a platitude or something yeah. that's shallow. And the way we really try to live that, which I think goes to answering your question, is um, by focusing on gratitude um, and what we call little wins or little wins. Um, so, you know, for me, a couple of years ago, when I first started learning about positive psychology and I read books like, um, you know, Learned Optimism and Profit from the Positive, I understood that there are these concepts, right, mm -hmm. that uh, really can help people feel less stressed and can really help people feel fulfilled and really help people feel happy. And I thought, how can I use these concepts but fit it and adapt it to Arcadium and to our work culture? And that's kind of where these, these ideas came from. So two small things that we do but I think have really big impact. One, everybody has a little pad on their desk that's just a thank you notepad. Um, it literally has our logo on it, and it says, Dear Blank, thank you for blank regards blank. <laughs> um, and the reason it's there is really to encourage people to be in this constant, um, or at least reminded, uh, to, to give uh, gratitude. Um, so, you know, what we found is that, you know, people get into a rhythm of somebody picked up their lunch for them. They, it's really easy for them to, to write them a quick little thank you sticky note. Or, um, you know, somebody helped them with a project. You shoot off a quick little thank you sticky note. And what we found is, um, maybe unsurprisingly for your listeners, but what we found is that, you know, that the, the positive vibes that kind of flow from that, not only of writing it, which feels really good and expressing gratitude, but also of getting it, right, and mm -hmm. knowing that somebody acknowledges that you helped them out has really, really been impactful for our business. Well, I'd imagine it would build team cohesiveness because – 
you know, if if someone thanks you for doing, you know, going above and beyond helping them out, you're more likely to to help them later, especially if you can tell they're they're genuine about it. It's not just a absolutely, absolutely. And what we try to encourage and what we see is that it ends up not just being about big things, right? Because that's, I think, what, what can happen, ho- hopefully in the best workplaces, is people will acknowledge, you know, you stayed until 11 o'clock and got the job done, great. Um, what we really look to do is just e- even the smallest things, right? Like, yeah, thanks for showing up on time to the meeting today. <laughs> uh, you know, who, who knows? But, uh, I mean, just encouraging kind of that, that mindset of gratitude really, really helps um, to de-stress the work environment. So that's number one. Number two is this little wins thing that I touched on. Mm-hmm. And the concept of this is really to demonstrate um, to people and to remind them of progress, even if it's small progress, um, happens every day and happens, you know, can happen every hour. And um, for many people, that's really what um, brings them the most satisfaction in the work that they do. It's not necessarily the salary. It's not necessarily the cool benefits the company has. It's really understanding how what they do every day uh, impacts or doesn't impact the business that they work for. Mm. So same thing, kind of sticky note idea. And we encourage people to write down the little things that they do, the little wins that they have that kind of combine to make a bigger impact. And then we have a huge wall in our lounge area where people stick up these stickies. We share them every week at our, at our weekly company meeting. People stand up and they share their wins. And then we put them on this wall. And it's really been amazing because, you know, when you're standing there waiting for your coffee to warm up or, you know, uh, your tea to brew or whatever, you can just turn around and look at this wall and there's hundreds of sticky notes that, you know, on their own are, are one very small thing. Maybe it's I had a great interview with a potential candidate today or, you know, closed a new deal or, you know, um, uh, you know, finished a report uh, two days earlier, whatever it may be. But combined over time, you look at these hundreds of things and you can really see how they have massive impact on the business in taking in their totality. Well, I think that's very important, too, because you mentioned you guys have a team meeting and, and, and you read the things aloud. And, and we do that here and, and a lot of companies do that. But it, it's kind of like, well, after that meeting, then that nice little feeling is over, right? It's, it's like, all right, everybody knows and now we've got more work to do. But it, it kind of builds right. up and you get that. I like that idea of the visual uh, sort of, of of impact that you can make with with seeing the impact that you're making, you know, it's it's yeah, yeah, and it's it's again, it's one of those things where you have that little pat on your desk, right? And so it's just kind of there as a gentle reminder that like if something's going well, as small as it it could be, just having a good call, you know, mm-hmm. getting over the nervousness of of presenting for the first time in public, whatever it may be, having that little pad there to re- to write it down. And be okay with and, and be in an environment that's okay with you celebrating those successes is really important because I think, you know, a, a lot of times in our culture, people feel that if they pat themselves on the back, it's seen as, you know, um, bragging or brown nosing or, you know, yeah. God knows what. So I think when you encourage people to um, to feel good about the things that they do every day, um, it just makes for a it makes for a happier environment. That that makes complete sense because otherwise, I think that's part of what leads to the culture of of you know overworking yourself or not giving yourself enough balance because you're constantly searching 
for that bigger validation from everybody because you know, you might have somebody that's like, yeah, well, that's nice, but really we're looking for this out of right, you right. instead of encouraging them to, you know, go further down the, the road of, of a small victory. Right. And you know what? I've managed now hundreds of people over a decade, and I can tell you there's a very small handful I can count on my hand that actually work better when they're underappreciated than when they're overappreciated. Yeah. Most people want to be appreciated. Most, you know, people deserve to be appreciated and they work best when they are appreciated. So any of those little reminders that you can have around to, for you and for others to just remember that like they're doing something every day, no matter how small it may seem to you, that ends up having a large impact and your work matters and, and we're grateful to you for doing it. And it's important to recognize people too, I think, in, in a way that they respond well to, right? Like if, if you've got someone who's particularly shy, you don't want to make them stand up in front of the company and talk about how great they are, right? I mean, it, it, it's, it's showing appreciation is wonderful, but you've got to sort of, uh, to borrow a phrase that has become very big in the world today, speak sort of their love language or their appreciation language right. in a way that, right. that, that they'll feel fulfilled by it. Exactly. It sounds like you do that. So that's very good news for your employees. And the thing I like about all this is it's you said, yeah, it's not a startup and, 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 but it's got that sort of atmosphere. You guys are putting these into practice and you're landing big clients and you're doing big things for those clients. So it's just proof that if you take the time to instill this culture, big things will happen. It's, it's maybe not even so much a chicken and the egg thing as, as many, many would think. You don't have to be productive to be happy. If you're happy, you will be productive. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I think, you know, you lead with happiness and everything else follows. Um, it falls into place. And, you know, there's a reason why we also have that, that fierce drive value. It doesn't mean that you don't actually have a fire in your belly and you want to succeed. Of course, that's a big part of it, too. It's just that we see quite often that um, the mantra in the type of businesses that we compete against or in our sector is kind of the, the drive at all costs, right, Like, at, or at what cost. Um, so the lack of balance is something that I think burns a lot of people out, you know, burns a lot of companies out. Um, and this creates an atmosphere that you can really tell. I mean, I think you can tell um, at every touch point, hopefully with my company and with most companies, from the first interaction, kind of what the vibe of the place is. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to be a place where our clients are happy and successful and we're happy and successful. And, you know, that's that's the kind of people we want to surround ourselves with and we want to do great work for them. And and you guys, uh, you and your husband running the company, you're you're leading by example, which is important as well because it's it's one thing you you said the word platitudes earlier, which I think a lot of uh, uh, that's what a lot of this stuff is. A lot of bosses will give lip service to oh we've got you know this culture and this work life balance, but if you're not here, you know Monday to Friday from eight a.m. to six p.m., it's going to be a problem. Um, you, you guys are living what you want your employees to live with a fulfilled and happy life. Yeah, and I think that um I think that people see that. You know, I think that they've seen that, you know, <laughs> like like most parents with three children, there are days when uh you know, guess what? Somebody got sick and and we need to be at home with them. Right. Because and that's fine and we value that, right? Or or somebody's in a school play and we're not going to be at work today because of that. Mm-hmm. Or um or even, you know, we, you know, something happened and we need to bring the, the our, you know, our child to the office and hang out with us. And that's fine, too. So, um, but yeah, I, I do think the biggest thing is, is just the, 
the not those extraordinary things, but the everyday, the everyday thing. And for people to see us, you know, leave at six to know that we have to get home to be with our families and we put a premium on that. I do think um, kind of goes a long way in terms of in terms of people's conscious and subconscious understanding of, of what we value inside the business. If, if there were one thing that you would tell someone who's listening to this, and maybe they're not, they're not the boss, uh, but maybe they're able to at least suggest things to the boss, and, and they want to have a, a better balance of being parents or, or, or work and, and working full-time, yeah. Yeah. What, what would that advice be? Oh, that's a really good question. You know, it's, it's hard because everybody has different situations and circumstances. Mm-hmm. Some businesses are more open to things like this and others are not, right? So I guess at the most fundamental level – it starts with you, and uh, if this is something that you value in your life, if this is something that, that you want, um, you know, I would say look for a job and a company um, that acts this way because they do exist, right? There, there are plenty of us out there um, that have, you know, flex time or that really value employees and their input. Um, so that would be first. And, you know, if you're at a place that you think is open to something like this, you know, if you're at a place that's not open to something like this, frankly, I think bringing that up would be difficult. Right? Yes, right. Of course, you can always start with HR, which is helpful, right? Mm-hmm. So people ops or HR departments really should be there to help support employees. And that might be a safe environment for you and to go and give some feedback. And then hopefully if your company is big enough or sophisticated enough, they have some sort of process for employee feedback. Um, so if you've got a great relationship with your manager, I would encourage you to, to be open and, and say, hey, li- listen, I understand the, the values of the business. I understand the needs of the business. This is what I'm doing to achieve them. But I know myself, and you're going to get the best version of me if I'm able to also balance that with X. Absolutely. Getting home three times a week to, to, to put my kids to bed or whatever that may be. And if you don't have the relationship with your manager, I think it's something that you do potentially anonymously if your company has a feedback process. Yeah, for sure. You don't, you don't want to go in there to some manager who's not receptive. You could walk out of there without a, a job. Uh, so, yes, uh, analyze right. your situation very closely. But even if you do have a receptive boss, you mentioned that it, it took time to build the culture that, that you have there. And so even if the boss thinks, oh, this is, this is a perfect, this is a great idea, it may take time to build that culture. So in the meantime, if someone is working in a place that's trying to instill this and it's not quite there yet, do you have some, some tips for anybody or things that maybe you do to, to help you reduce the stress in your life? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, it, it, I would be lying to say, I, you know, I didn't have any stress in my life. Now, I've designed an environment that uh, that luckily is, is fairly stress-free right now, but just running a business and, you know, we, we, it's, you're bound to go through ups and downs and situations you never saw coming and, and stresses. And the sure. way I've learned to manage those is, is through a couple things. Um, one, I'm a, I'm a, a big practitioner of transcendental meditation. I learned uh, meditation, TM in particular, about five years ago. Um, And it's just kind of my daily go-to, one of the tools in my toolkit, which just helps keep me modulated and even. And it's done uh, miraculous things to help with my stress levels. Um, So that's one. Two, I really, really try to put a premium on making time to exercise. Um, Just 
you know, getting out of the office for 20 minutes, and, and for me as a busy mom, um, you know, I can't really, I, I, I choose not to work out in the morning or at night because that's my time with my kids, so I, I find, you know, between 20 minutes and an hour at least three times a week during the work week where I, where I run up to the gym, and that really helps as well. It helps with my energy level. I feel good. Um, you know, I, uh, and I, I do think it also helps with managing stress. And then um, I have this thing that I started <laughs> that I call in kind of my mind, <laughs> the, the three times a week rule. <laughs> and I started this about uh, probably about seven years ago. And um, it's really, uh, as crazy as it sounds, it's just uh, permission that I've given myself <laughs> to do uh, something just for me up to three times a week without any guilt. So nice. I think, you know, a lot of working moms um, and who, you know, who are supporting families and running businesses, they have extreme guilt about taking the time out to do something that makes, that's just for them or makes them feel good. So my rule is like, I get three times a week. I don't get five. <laughs> I don't get 10. I get three. I get three. And in those three, I can do things that make me feel good or make me happier that are just for me. Um, that I can do without any, any fear of guilt because I've, I've forgiven myself of that. So, you know, maybe something as frivolous as, as getting my nails done or getting my hair blown out or, you know, um, going to see a, my, my special chiropractor who does energy work. Um, it's just things that I can do that I know that I, if I look in the mirror and my nails are done, maybe I'm just going to be happier than, than annoyed. And that's sure. okay, and that's worth the 45 minutes of my time. So, um, so yeah, that's my, my three times a week rule. I like that idea. I'm going to incorporate something similar. I <laughs> got to add, got to do something. I, I, I like that. I will say I had to work up to it. I think I started with the one time a week rule okay. <laughs> when I became, <laughs> when I became comfortable with the one and I, and I was feeling good. I, 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 I incrementally moved it up. There you go. See, you you earned it though. I mean, you 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 started small and then you worked forward. Maybe maybe by the next time we talk to you, it'll be the four time rule. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Well, thank you so much. I know we took up a lot of your time, but there was a lot to unpack there, and hopefully there is more for folks as they listen to unpack as well, and and it it can help it lead to happier workplaces, which is one of our many many goals. Uh, Jessica Ravello, thank you so much. Uh, for joining us uh, at Jess Ravello on Twitter, uh, Arcadium is the company dot com and and uh, just a fantastic workplace. According to Inc. Magazine, I don't work for her. This is not a plug, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, according to Inc. Magazine, it's a very good place and 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 a model for us all. Again, thanks for taking time out, and uh, we'll, we'll look forward to hearing more from you down the road. Thank you. If you would like a free sketch note of this episode, you can go to livehappynow.com. And don't forget to join us next week as we're joined by Tana Amen as she helps us learn how to make healthy choices this holiday season. If there's something you heard in this podcast that you'd like to know more about, or if there's something you think we should be talking about on this podcast, you can reach out to us. Let us know at podcast at livehappy.com. You can also find us on Twitter at livehappy or facebook.com slash Live Happy. For everybody here at Live Happy, I'm JR Houston saying so long. Thank you for helping us live happy.